There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hey guys, it's Megan, and welcome to the DMV Download, sponsored, of course, by Steamfitters Local 602. This is a bonus episode, our very first bonus episode ever, actually. But we sat down with Dan Silverman of Popville and had a really great long conversation and wanted to share the rest with you. So if you haven't heard the first part, it was published on Friday, and this is the second half of the conversation, which I will now turn to Luke. Right. So the internet, right? The world has <laughs> <laughs> moved onto the internet. It's I have a virtual. Heard of it. I have heard of it. I am familiar. It's, you know, our lives are more and more virtual every second, every minute, every day. And, you know, your site is obviously on the internet. You've seen this all kind of unfold, and people see the internet as kind of a dividing force sometimes. Something that kind of, we talked about co- your comment section, you know, sometimes it's not that nice. Over the, yeah. over the years, it's gotten more divisive. But when you think about your site, it's connected people, you know, yes. through fundraising and stuff. So, What's your take on, you know, the internet writ large? Do you think it's a positive force as the arbiter of Popville? Wow. Well, big question. I'm not I'm not going to tackle the internet uh, <laughs> as, a- as a whole, <laughs> but what I can tell you is my lens of the internet. The so there's a post that I do every morning called Random Reader Rant and or Revel. And this is a good example of, you know, how the site has evolved. You know, I never had a, a plan to like, hey, you know, every morning, wouldn't it be great to ask everybody how they're feeling? Every afternoon on a Friday in like, you know, 2008 or 2007, you know, I, I had an empty space. And I was like, well, why don't I just ask how people are doing? And people liked it so much. They're like, please do this. Do this every day. <laughs> right. I want to tell and, you how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah. But then they were like, I can't wait till noon. I, I wanted. In the morning. Can you do this in the morning? I'm like, sure, I don't care. I'll do it in the morning. And that's how it mm. evolved because people asked for it. Now, the random reader rant and or revel is the most amazing space on the internet. <laughs> on the entire internet. Is it just because they're like these like little snapshot stories? It, it is because for the most part, I mean, you will have bickering. But for the most part, you can say, I have a headache. And I didn't sleep last night, and I just feel terrible right now. Mm. And I needed to tell somebody. And somebody will come in and say, I am so sorry you have a bad headache. I hope you feel better. And you're like, wow. Or they'll say, you know what? I had a bad headache yesterday. And don't worry, it'll get better. And let me tell you something. Shit, sorry, you can't curse. Stuff gets. Oh, you can. (laughs) Shit gets heavy. Yeah. People can talk about miscarriages, parents dying, mm. wow. heavy yeah. stuff. Yeah. And there because the community has been built, there is genuine concern and sympathy, you know, mental health issues, mm. uh, you name it. Wow. Connection. Uh, yeah, and you know that is a space that I can't believe and I hope I don't jinx it, but I can't believe it is still possible in 2022. Now, 
if somebody is being a jerk on the Rant Rebel section, I'll say, let me know straight away and I'll delete right. and whatever I have to do. Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to do whatever is in my power to ensure that this small space on the internet mm. uh, remains. I mean, it's just such a cool community that you've built, and it, it makes me think. I mean, there's there's DC centric blogs out there, right, that have long shared the space with you. Greater Greater Washington, DCist. Um, it seems to me Washington problems kind of is creeping into your space because it seems a little more niche, perhaps. Mm -hmm. But tell me what you think about that competition. And I know a lot of um, blogs kind of share each other's content, like, hey, this is a, a a space we can all be in. What's your take on that? I think the difference between me and most of the uh, the competition or the similar blogs is that, number one, I've lived in D.C. for 25 years, and number two is my institutional knowledge, if you will, where I have done this from the beginning, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I do it now, and I have no aspirations to do anything else. So <laughs> it's not. I'm here for the long run. No, but it's not a. It's not a, a dig on anybody else. But if you have a job and you say, you know what, I have this wonderful opportunity to go to a bigger platform. You know, yeah, that's what you want to do. That's the next step in your career. That's wonderful. Mm. But the the organization, frankly, suffers when there's change mm -hmm. in in. Uh, you know, whether it's leadership or, or reporters or whoever, because they don't have the institutional knowledge. So, for example, if something happens on a street, I don't view it through the lens of something happened on that street. I view it through the lens of, oh, that's that street. I know this has happened there. I know that happened there. I know this happened in that neighborhood. Right. I know, bum, 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 this bum, This comes bum. one year after it's, this or whatever. It's yeah. just automatically right. in my head. Um, you know, some of those sites uh, try to be far more serious, and that's wonderful. Like, that's cool. That's nothing that I've ever uh, right. tried to do or wanted to do. Mm. Some of the sites, you know, try to be funnier or try to be like uh, Mimi or I don't even know. Mimi? Mimi? Uh, Mimi, yeah. That's I, I should, I'll take it. <laughs> I should tell your audience that I am an old person. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Now, I have a nine-year-old who asks me things, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, so, yeah, I mean, first of all, I do believe that competition is good. Like, I actually am a very competitive person. So I like the fact that there are people out there. Yeah. It's like a motivation. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I want, for example, if I'm walking around in the rain and, you know, I have a fever, like, not now, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> Like, it, it motivates me. I'm like, they're not going to do this. Um, and so when I find the stuff, I'm like, yeah, you know, I found that stuff because I walked around for mm -hmm. 12 miles. And mm -hmm. it could be like six months that I've been going to that street right. and waiting for the sign to change. Mm. They're not doing that. Or they'll uh, screenshot and say, look, mm -hmm. this. I'm like, man, you know, I spent six months, four hours <laughs> a day, four hours a Sunday. But there's a point where you have to recognize the landscape is what it is. Yeah. And so once I recognized the landscape is what it is, my technique has been do what you do and do what you have always been doing and don't care about everybody else. Right. Because nothing that I've ever done has been motivated by competition. Nothing, no content that I've ever posted, 
I remember there was an interview out there where somebody was like, yeah, we post about pandas because it's our most popular post. I'm like, well, I post about pandas because they're fucking cute. You know? <laughs> yeah. like, no, it, it's totally. Not, I, like, I'm not going through demographic, uh, you know, uh, it's adorable. data. Like, well, you know, if you uh, if you post at 12:15 on a you know on yeah. a Tuesday, yeah. the the, uh, the National Zoo posts are the great. No, it's like you somebody like again these great this great community of photographers. They'll go and they'll send you a picture, and you're like, "Oh my god, that is like the most beautiful picture." You put that's why I put it up there, right? I, for no other reason. <laughs> that's why I do everything. Mm. But Dan, now you're so invested in the community, you realize you can never move. Like you, you can't. You really Good. put yourself <laughs> no, in a situation here. Here. <laughs> here is a wonderful question, or, or or point. In 2015, I moved from Petworth to. Uh, between Tenley Town and, and Van Ness. Uh-oh. Uh, some people call it North Cleveland Park. Now, I waited a month before I announced uh, that I had moved. And in that month, there was not one comment like, oh, the coverage has changed a little bit. Or, <laughs> it's, it's something quite You're like, are they going to notice? No, like, I was like, the way the site runs, the, I mean, I could be on Mars. I, I was in the no, beach. No, you can't walk. The, you can't walk 12 miles. Can't walk miles. miles. Megan is a good point. But I, but I was <laughs> at yet. the beach uh, for a week. And, you know, because I'm one person, I work when I'm at the beach. Mm. I don't uh, I don't actually get to enjoy <laughs> the beach the you whole time. You don't get a day off, yeah. But nobody knew that I was at the beach <laughs> uh, from the garbage. Now, you could do it for a week if it's longer than that. You know, if I don't get to do my walks, if I lose the pulse, uh, it would change a bit. But anyway, I love my neighborhood and, and my school district and, and the community. So I don't, I don't plan on uh, moving anywhere ever. Well, good, because you can't. I, I <laughs> You're locked in, Dan. <laughs> Fair enough. I accept. Um, do you think, I mean, going off of that, like the vibe and the pulse of the city and just kind of knowing where people stand and what's on their mind, do you think there are things that are not covered that should be, I mean, I mean, take it however you want it, whether it's schools or po- politics or health or, I mean, do you find that there are things in the mainstream media that just don't get hit? In the mainstream media? Yeah. I mean, there are things that, that I don't do that I wish I did. So because the site is so heavily uh, reader focused, uh, you know, no, um, what do you call it? Reader sourced. Yeah. That, mm. you know, it's geographically dependent on where the readers are sending. So if I get all the questions from Capitol Hill one week, I'm like, ah, you know, I don't have anything in, in Petworth or I don't have anything mm. in Bloomingdale. Or right. I don't so my hope is that people in the entire city, whenever they have a question or a comment or an observation of note, that they know that they can come to me and send in, and it will be a space where it can be discussed. I mean, if I, if it's quote I'm air quoting uh, newsworthy mm-hmm. uh, or pop worthy. Huh? Huh? <laughs> wow, there um, we go. <laughs> like uh, a cute trademark. panda. <laughs> yeah, but the as far as the the mainstream media is concerned, like I don't focus so much on that. Like my mainstream media cons- consumption is is uh, national news and, mm-hmm. and international news. I mean, there are, there are certain uh, 
stories that will come up on on Twitter that is you know from the Washington Post or, or another right. that I'll I'll read of course and you know they have amazing teams and amazing resources so you'd be silly not to right <laughs> not to read them but my my focus is not on the external mm-hmm. and, and and really or like filling the gap you're not yeah, trying to like, fill because the gap. that was the initial you know origin story nobody is doing this I'm going to do it. From that point forward, it was no longer what are other people doing. It was now I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And it is always this is what I'm doing because it is of interest. That's the only reason that every single thing is on there because it's of interest or I think it is useful in some way. Mm. And after the break, more with Dan and what he thinks is the number one thing people from outside the city just don't understand. Backed by the experience of its hardworking members, Steamfitters Local 602 is ready to take on your next commercial heating, cooling, HVAC, or refrigeration project. Steamfitters Local 602 adds value to our community through its partnerships with local contractors and building owners, all while keeping the focus on improving the lives of its members and their families throughout the DMV. For work that's on time and on budget, go to steamfitters-602.org to schedule your next project. That's steamfitters-602.org. Steamfitters Local 602 changing lives. Thanks for listening to the DMV Download. If you like this show, give us five stars and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We love hearing from you guys and your reviews really do help other listeners find this, our area's only in-depth daily local news podcast. And thank you for making us a part of your day. So we're going to move into a new stage of the interview. We're going to do some rapid fire Takes, hot takes, if you will. Take a sip of water. Yeah, take a sip. Cool off. <laughs> cool off for a second. First off, we got a new GM, CEO of Metro, Metro in general, and your hopes for the transit agency going forward. It could not be worse. Or that, I hope I don't jinx it. Um, actually, the the new CEO seems really engaged, and I'm very cautiously optimistic. However, this issue of Metro cannot be saved by one person. Just like any big issue, like, why is crime so bad? Right. Why, why isn't right. the mayor fixing this? It is, this is not one person that can fix this issue. Metro has a huge need for improvement, and I think the change was important, and I'm looking forward to a new set of eyeballs, new leadership, making their best effort to start to fix it. It's Mm. going to be a long process. What pandemic-related change do you see sticking around the city for years to come? I mean, there's been, i just give you some ideas, because I think streeteries is the first thing that comes to mind. (laughs) But with the pop-up health clinics, with, um, you know, distance learning, just all these different things, our new lifestyle, what do you think is the thing that D.C. is really going to have stick? Uh, What I've noticed is, the, the pace in which people are working. It seems that, which we kind of mentioned a little bit uh, earlier, yeah. is that people don't seem to be working as much on Fridays. Hmm. And I think that's going to stick around. And that's probably healthy, you know, like not to... But very European of us. Right. <laughs> I hope that <laughs> sticks. But actually, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty pessimistic about other big changes sticking. Um, for example, the health clinics... Like eventually, you know, a lot of money goes into them. And eventually somebody's going to say, you know, five years from now, 
God willing, there's no pandemic going on. Yeah. Right. You know, hey, well, we, you know, we can cut two million dollars out of this. Yeah. And so I see that, you know, unfortunately, uh, I, I plan on hitting one of them uh, today or tomorrow to get my <laughs> my booster. Um, so I wish they stayed around, but yeah. I, I don't think they are going to stay around. And regarding the streeteries, I think they're going to be very limited. Mm-hmm. I think uh, traffic's going to start to roll again. Yeah, I mean, you know, it people are very frustrating because. There was here's an example. There was one restaurant that wanted a um, like a pergola and it had a vote and it was like 50 to two in support of letting them have their pergola. And then some board ruled against them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, you know, you're not listening to the people. So I think the people genuinely do want the streeteries. I think some thorny uh old people they uh you know they feel strongly about density you know whereas most urban planners now say density is good density will support retail density will support restaurants or you know bike lanes are are good because mm-hmm. you know then the car's not stuck behind the bike it's like well- and there's the whole idea of like what the getting back to normal. It seems to me there's sort of like a crew of people who are we want to go back to normal. And then there's more and more people who are like, mm, we've learned a lot. There might not be an, a normal. I mean, like there's not, yeah. you know, like maybe we can take yeah. what we've learned and move forward and kind of adjust. I think at this point where it's just too early to tell. Yeah, we, we don't know. You mentioned, you know, some thoughts you had on, you know, uh, changes that you wish would stay, but you don't really have hope that they will. Of all the stories you've heard, you know, what's what's your biggest critique about the city or about, you know, things that are going on? You know, like what, what needs to change an issue? Well, the the bureaucracy is is challenging, um, whether it's, you know, trying to renew your parking pass or uh, the technology changes on a government website. And it takes six months to a year to work out the kinks. I mean, there's always these these problems like just it's just because it's fresh in my mind um there's this street that has been closed for construction uh up in petworth oh yeah it's on the Columbia blog today Heights area yeah and uh you know the the councilwoman uh got engaged which was nice and you say oh the councilwoman and her staff is engaged so you know this is going to be move forward so today she messaged and said uh we've been trying to uh work for a month uh, with with a district agency, and uh, it's still and it's still closed, and they're and they're not telling us why. Mm. So it's like things like that. We are we are the capital of the United States. Right. We are a wealthy uh, city. We, you know, we're not scraping. Uh, you know, we're we're not pinching pennies to to uh, to fix the budget. You know, we're we're doing okay in that regard, mm-hmm. mm. and yet. There's still so many frustrating issues within bureaucracy, and I, I hope, you know, in my experience, it requires particular leadership. And you know, you you eventually will have to find somebody who says, "Okay, I'm stepping in, and I'm going to do this." Mm-hmm. And you know, hopefully, they'll have the support of the political leadership. Because again, there is not one person who's going to fix any issue. That frustrates you. Mm. If, if you go, if we're talking about the internet, that, that is one of the funniest things about the internet. The internet always thinks that 
these confounding, intractable, frustrating issues are easily fixed. Mm. And if we have learned anything, it is that they are not easily <laughs> fixed. They're complex. And yeah. so my hope is that a new generation of uh, city employee, in addition to the very good current workers, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like people always say this, you know, the police are all good or the police are all bad or the fire department is all good. Right. They're all bad. You see, that, you know, in for 311, people criticize 311 all the time. I have had incredible interactions with 311, and employees in these agencies have been incredible. Are all of them incredible? No. <laughs> so hopefully we'll get to a point where each agency is filled with more incredible workers that certainly exist. I kind of want to know what your favorite restaurant is or the restaurant you want to see stick around or, or maybe the one that's going to open that's true. soon was, that you're excited for. Because you do that too. Like you kind of keep an eye on what's going on for sure. in that, the restaurant scene. That was the was one of the, the biggest uh, engines of how the site became popular. Mm. So in these uh, multi-mile walkabouts, I would spot these placards huh. And these were liquor license placards. At that time, nobody posted about liquor license placards. So I'd say, hey, a new restaurant is coming to right. Columbia Heights. Because, oh, my God. How did he find that out? <laughs> you know, this, that, and well, they I, didn't put two and two together. Or they I weren't seeing that it, right? for years. I love it. Years. Wow. Until Who's your source? <laughs> until competitors started doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there are some, there are like active people on Twitter that that's all they do now. Mm. They'll go to the register and get the liquor licenses and just poof, poof, right. push them out. Right. I'm like, man, thank God they were not there uh, <laughs> 15 years ago. Um, the restaurants, you know, there's, I'm like, so I'm 47 years old. I don't, I'm not cutting edge in the restaurant world. I like the stuff that I like. Yeah. Right. Like my favorite bars are Nanny O'Brien's, Solly's, The Pug, mm-hmm. uh, this restaurant, Moreland's Tavern, mm-hmm. Boundary Stone. Like I like these places that I've been going to for years. Mm. And, you know, there, there's this uh, Biblos Deli in Cleveland Park. You know, the guy's so nice. Like, you just go in, <laughs> so's your mom and Adams Morgan. I did, a, I did a post about uh, that somebody asked me, what are the best affordable quality sandwiches? Not what are the best sandwiches? Because mm. there's plenty of good $20 sandwiches. <laughs> right. Yeah. But where's the best affordable yeah. sandwiches? So's your mom has a Bronx-style pastrami sandwich for like seven fifty, mm. and it's delicious. <laughs> Boom! And you know, I I've been going there for years. Says the guy from New York, so you can trust <laughs> that, I guess, right? It's true. I you know people say, oh, you're you're I, you're a New Yorker, and mm-hmm. you know you're a transplant. Is that any other? <laughs> I lived in New York for seventeen years before I went to college in Ohio, and I've lived in D.C. for twenty five years. <laughs> But I'm still the New Yorker. Right, right, right. Because I tell people how I feel. <laughs> really quickly, thumbs up, thumbs down, DC statehood. Thumbs up. I mean, I want right. it. Cool. Just want I, to just I, check. I don't know how long. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be around when it right. comes here. Yeah. 
And what do you think is something that um, people who even just live right outside the city but visit the city often, who you that they don't get living in the city? What do you think is like the thing that people don't really get? I, I what I've always uh, preached is that this the best part about the city is all of the neighborhoods together. That one day you can go to you know. There are some people we were talking about, uh, you know, really passionate about the neighborhood names. Mm. Parkview is the best neighborhood in the world. <laughs> Parkview is a wonderful neighborhood. It has, you know, St. Vincent's Wine Bar is super cool. But you know what? There are other cool places in other neighborhoods. So the best part of living in the city is the ease in which you can go from one neighborhood to another neighborhood mm. and take advantage of everything. So people are like, well, I only go out at the wharf. That's only where, well, the wharf is cool. Like, they're fun places to hang out. But guess what? If you're not going to Petworth these days, you're missing out. Right. If you're not going to Bloomingdale, you're, you know, why? And forget about, like, Rhode Island Avenue Northeast. There's tons of cool things happening there. Definitely. Mm. Dan Silverman, creator and founder of Popville. Thank you so much for coming in today and sharing the time with us. Thank you. And that'll do it for us today on the DMV Download. This show is brought to you by Steamfitters Local 602, and our managing editor is Craig Schwab. Our music is also by Real World. Leave us a review and rate our show if you get the chance. Follow us on social media where we post content every day from behind the scenes of the show. And, of course, you can find out more about this podcast and become one of our VIP listeners at dmvdownload.com. The DMV Download is a product of WTOP News. Listen on 103.5 FM in the D.C. area, 107.7 FM in Virginia, 103.9 FM in Frederick, Mar- 103.9 FM in Frederick, Maryland, online at WTOP.com, and, of course, on the WTOP News app. Have a good weekend, guys. 